Hello everybody, it is a Monday morning, that's right, it's 7.45 on this fine Monday, uh, and I have not finished my media spot, I was meant to do it over the weekend, did family stuff, so you know, didn't have time, so here it is, a mega bite-sized Barocca, um, yep, so here we go, <coughs> play that intro. We have five conspiracy theories that we must talk about in today's episode. Did you know that Beckertop actually absorbs the power of anyone with a blue name? Which is why he's been able to survive in the VHL for so long while all the other commissioners around him crumble. You'll notice that they'll go away and come back later, either going on holidays or an extended break from the VHL. We have people like Jardy B10, Quick, Big Al, who has never been seen again. I feel sorry for Josh, as the pain and suffering will be coming to him next. Maybe he's just got stronger defences. And it's taking Beketov longer to suck, to drain his life force. Beketov has been around for so long. Because he's able to take the powers of those around him. And build himself into a stronger VHLer. You'll notice that he's had quite a few people in the Hall of Fame. Was that from his own doing, or because he's stealing the powers from those greater than him? This conspiracy will be a long, long, grueling process to investigate. Maybe one day we'll get to the bottom of it. Another conspiracy. Gustav Matthias, more commonly known as Gustav, is being held hostage by Victor to write media spots about the League so Victor does not have to. Gustav wrote 13,000 words the other week. How long did he claim it for? Four weeks. But the very next week, he wrote another 1,000 word article. In two weeks, that is 14,000 words. More words than most people in the VHL have ever typed on a computer. Victor, the known historian of the VHL he is, has held Gustav Kopp captive and is asking him to write articles. You'll know if you go through that 13,000 page article there are quite a few references to Victor. Coincidence? I don't think so. Conspiracy 3. 
This one I have discussed before on a previous podcast. But I believe with enough new people in the league that it needs to be discussed once more. The Seattle Bears GM, Blake Campbell, otherwise known as his online handle, Bannercook. He knows the secrets behind the STHS engine. If you go back through time, you will notice he has won quite a few cups. He has the highest record of the GM. And some of those victories he's had are with substandard teams. They're not the top of the top. They usually don't win the Victory Cup. But they managed to hoist the Continental Cup. Have a look, he has not had a Continental Cup drought for as long as most other GMs. If you were to find Mr. Bannergock in real life and ask him to lift up his shirt on his right hand side, you will see a curved scar just above his pelvis. This is where he donated a kidney to what happened to be Mr. Simon T's mum, extending her life from a measly three months to currently 12 and a half years. And she is still going strong at the age of 72. Mr. Bannercock donated this kidney out of the kindness of his own heart and got talking with the family of the recipient of his kidney. Turns out they were a French-Canadian family. Their youngest son, Simon, was big into hockey. Big Montreal Canadiens fan, while Bannercock is a big Oilers fan. They discussed hockey over and over. Until... Mr. Simon T talked about his project of creating a simulator for hockey where you input players and their skills and out comes a step-by-step recap of what happened during the game. He told Mr. Bannercock the internals, the workings and some of the glitches he found and how you could exploit them to always win. (coughs) Apologies. Mr. Bannercock took those strategies and insider information and took it into his team. If you ever play for the Seattle Bears, you know he'll pull you aside and tell you exactly where to apply all your TPE. He will tell you to get certain parts up to certain numbers and then leave it there. This hits the sweet spot in the simulator and gives you the best results. You might wonder why Mr. Bannercock never partook in the meta. He knew about it well before everyone else did. He chose that that method was too obvious. He couldn't hide in the shadows with a meta team. It was harder to draft people who hadn't already put points into past. Because 
at the time, passing was meant to be kept 10 away from scoring. He manipulated his team and the players on his team. And all you have to do is walk into his trophy cabinet and see the photos of him hoisting the cup over and over and over again. Yet there has not once been a real change in regards to the Seattle Bears and their victories. Banner knows how to use STHS to his advantage, but knows how to do it in such a fine line that she can't catch him. Conspiracy number four. Ricer, Ricer 13. And Jardy B10 are in fact the same person. Which is strange because they don't usually spend much time together. But in a sense, doesn't that make it more obvious? They purposely spend times on other sides of the VHL, hiding their ability of having an ongoing multi. When Jardy B10 stepped away from the league, he decided in season 67 that it was time to come back and see if it was well worth his return. He didn't want to do it under his current name, Jardy B10, as he didn't know how he would be receptive on his return. So he created the name Ricer 13. As we all know, Jardy B, the B stands for beans. Rice is a similar food that you have in Mexican dishes, beans and rice. Jardy B10, and it had been three years since Jardy B10 had left. Coming up with the 13, Ricer 13. Interesting. It's funny how no one has picked this up before. But Jardy B10 and Ricer 13 are, in fact, a multi. Keep an eye on both their accounts, see when they log in. You'll see that they're never online at the same time. Jardy B10 does podcasts. Ricer will not appear on any podcasts, as it's too obvious that they sound exactly the same. <coughs> Do some investigation yourself, people, and you'll find that this is to be true. <coughs> Conspiracy number five. The mod team is, in fact, children. That's right. Everyone on the mod team is under the age of 14. You might think, how can that be true? It's an internal agreement that once anyone on the mod team turns 14, they will pass on their mod powers and their account to someone else. 
you will notice that the people that you know to be over 14 who are mods aren't actually using those accounts when there's bans. No. They use the accounts as a cover-up for the people banning and coming up with the punishments for the people are all under 14 years old. If you make fun of the Zoomers, you or TikTok, you will notice that you get banned immediately. This is a conspiracy that runs deep and runs long. We don't know who the under-14s are who are holding the VHL at their will and power. We do not know if it is one or multiple. We do not know how they contact the mods and take over their accounts. But what we do know is the VHL is being run by children. Which is why the punishments don't always fit the crimes. And why the crimes sometimes go unpunished. Why they are meaner to the older generation. But let the young ones do what they want to do. All I know is they must be stopped. This has been another episode of VHL Conspiracies with your host, Mr. Barack. Well, I hope you all enjoyed that episode. Um, I hope you learnt a lot, uh, because honestly, it's shocking that this has gone unnoticed. All these have gone unnoticed for so long. I'll probably come back in about a year and revisit these. But in the meantime, please keep an eye out for any conspiracies you might have. Any problems you see in the league. Anything you see that needs to be uncovered. Let me know and I will do some serious research. I don't have a joking bone in my body. I am just here to uncover the truth and to set the VHL free from the people who are trying to hurt it. If you do have any questions, you can email me directly at vhldetective at gmail.com. Send me a direct email. I will look into it, and I will keep it anonymous. We don't need the people who run the league in the background, the anonymous of the VHL as they are. We don't need to let them win. And I will make sure that they can't get to you. If you do not hear from me within a week, they have got to me. Stay strong, VHL. We will get them eventually. We are stronger together. Do not let them divide us. Have a good week. And stay aware of the evils within. Goodbye. Thank you.